Okay. We're going to minimize audacity. We're going to check that OBS is recording. <laughs> Craig's in there. Holy cannoli. <laughs> I think we're pretty much ready to go. I hope so. We're going to give it a shot anyway. <laughs> yep, we sure are. Yeah, let's get started. All right. Hi, I'm Shannon. And I'm Navita. And we are the, the Raven, Raven Girls. Girls. Welcome to our Raven Circle podcast. Where we talk about what an unbelievable slog 2020 was and how much we're looking forward to recording again. <laughs> this is Intermuzzled Take One. We'll be answering a few general listener questions that have been sent to us over the past few months. Talk about our experience over the past year and what the next few episodes will probably look like. And we'll also be chatting about a few of the positive things that got us through 2020, like media, TV shows, games, etc. Disclaimers, this is still a Raven Cycle Analysis podcast, so we'll likely be spoilerific. So you'll probably want to have read the books before listening. When needed, we will use pronunciations from the audiobooks and page numbers are referenced from the paperback editions. And a disclaimer from me, this podcast always has, and likely always will have, a Teen Plus rating. There will be canon levels of adult content, including Ronan swearing, 300 Foxway drinking. Oh, I didn't make a beverage. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Kavinsky lewdness. But hopefully no gray man violence, especially since we're not even in the same room. So <laughs> that means... <laughs> no. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, let's get into the episode. <laughs> uh uh, so we are recording remotely <laughs> for the first time. We'll see how this goes. Mm -hmm. So some upfront supporter shout outs, because it's obviously been almost, well, a year since we recorded something. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I think it was February of last year yep. that we recorded the starters yeah. of season three. Mm hmm. Yep, yeah, it's been a while. So we have some upfront supporter shout outs because there were quite a few people who obviously reached out to us and were very helpful over the last year. But particularly, I want to say Lena and Ollie were very, very awesome because at the beginning of all of this, they offered to help transcribe some of our episodes and they were incredible and way faster than I was. I unfortunately got overwhelmed and wasn't able to provide them with a lot of episodes to transcribe after a certain point, but they offered and I want to say thank you. Yeah, it was pretty awesome of them. Yeah. And we want to provide a content warning that while we talk about the difficult and isolating period that was 2020, we will likely also be talking about the toll that the last year has had on our own mental health. If at any time you become uncomfortable with this topic, we want to reassure you that your feelings and experiences are valid and your safety physically, mentally, and emotionally matters a great deal to us. While many people may find comfort in hearing others talk about topics such as mental health, we recognize for others it may be a discussion that they themselves don't have the mental or emotional means to hold space for. Please feel free to skip this episode and join us in the next one if that's what's best for you. We understand, it's okay, and we support you. If you or anyone you know may be experiencing a painful crisis in the United States, please call 1-800-273-8255, available 24 hours a day, to reach the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. There is also a chat option if that is a better path for you. We love you and thank you for moving forward into 2021 with us. 
Okay. So <laughs> I sort of unilaterally decided we are going to call them intermezzodes. But <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I'm fine with that. Intermezzode is a portmanteau of intermezzo and episode. And I thought about minisode, but then I realized it's used by My Favorite Murder, which is another podcast. <laughs> so if there are other suggestions, that's fine. An intermezzo is vocabulary.com says it's a brief show, musical dance, etc. inserted between the sections of a longer performance. Right. Such as a play or an opera, brief interlude or diversion, which is what these intermezzodes will be. So each episode will likely include three to four questions that we've gotten over the last few months, which we mentioned already, that have been grouped into particular topics. And we're also looking at doing some other fun things like possibly a review of the most recent tarot deck that was released. Maybe I would like to do that. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Yes, I got Shannon the Scorpio C's tarot for her birthday. You did. I love it very much. I haven't gotten a chance to really <laughs> see it yet. But I think it would be fun to have Shannon talk about that. I would I would like to. Okay, so the first question is... So Anonymous said to Raven Girls, Hi ladies, I hope you're both well. I know the state of the world may have introduced some chaos into the podcast schedule, and that is totally understandable, but I was wondering when we could expect the start of Season 3. And another Anonymous said to Raven Girls, Do you have a post or message I missed that talks about where y'all are at and the future of the podcast, slash whether you plan to continue? Miss your episodes and hope you're both doing okay. Heart. <laughs> Yes, of course, there were several of these questions of when we're going to start. I did put up a post back in April. Of course, we didn't expect it to be months and months and months and months and months mm -hmm. of not getting to be able to be together. So that has been really rough. If we get great at this remote recording thing, if we get all of the bugs hashed out, which right now maybe <laughs> we might be able to start regular episodes up again. Personally, I don't really see starting up season three again until we can get into the same room together. Mm. So that's probably a, another couple of months at this point. At least. <laughs> yeah, we have enough material for a couple of these little shorter episodes. And I have some ideas of some other things we could potentially do in the future. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Do you have the same feelings about that? I think I do. Like, I really miss being in the same space. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this is great. It's nice to be able to see your face and to talk and to do this. But it's, right. it's a different feel. Yes. Very different feel. And I, I miss the obvious, like, getting to go to lunch mm -hmm. <laughs> and talk about stuff <laughs> and, and do all of that stuff, too. So, mm -hmm. like, actually hanging out at this you know, this is not the same. Yeah, I miss that a lot. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, season three, 2020 didn't start great for me anyway. At the very beginning of the year, I had an employee that with justifiable reason quit. So I was covering for that person mm -hmm. and hiring and training. And then I got very sick at the end of January. I don't think it was covid I think it was the flu. <laughs> but, you know, then we were going to start February, March, and then March. And then March happened. 
<laughs> and then March happened and all of my employees, unfortunately, were laid off. So I was picking up their job responsibilities for a while. That was kind of the beginning of it. And I know you had a lot of stuff that happened once things started shutting down too. some impacts on your life. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a mess. There was like the part-time job I was working at. Basically, it was like, oh, well, we don't need you anymore. Yeah. I was lucky enough to find a couple of like contract positions working from home, which was great. Right. But it was still like... Most of the year, I was just like so, just sad, and yeah, I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do anything. I have no energy for anything. Yeah, yeah. Our our mm-hmm. facilities ended up closing in April, mm-hmm. so we obviously had. I don't. I don't even know that I've talked about this, but I work for Parks and Recreation, and so our facilities closed, and we didn't have any classes happening. And then in May. My position was eliminated, so I ended up thankfully being able to take, I mean, a demotion, basically, but at least I remained employed. So my job completely changed as well. And then through the summer, like I was working in spaces where there were lots of people around. So we didn't want to get in touch with each other face to face because I had a higher risk Mm. category at that point. And I wasn't interested in potentially being unsafe with being face to face with you. Mm -hmm. And then I thought at the end of the summer that I would be going back to my previous position. And then that didn't happen. (laughs) No, that didn't happen. There have been several waves of where we thought we would start back up. Mm -hmm. The first being like, I think in August, we thought we might be able to start back up. And we were kind of planning to do something in September. And then we realized I wasn't going to be going back to a position Mm -hmm. where that would be okay. (laughs) And then my depression hit really bad. I mean, Mm -hmm. of course, waves and waves happened, but my depression hit really bad in September and October. So that was Mm. a really tough time for me. (laughs) Thankfully, you checked in on Mm. me a lot. And that was incredibly appreciated because I was like, I "I haven't heard from her. I hope she's okay. (laughs) Yeah. And I am definitely one of those people where when I get depressed, I do not communicate. (laughs) (laughs) It just, it slips my mind. I go days, I'm just like, I don't even want to get out of bed. I don't want to like, I don't have the energy to carry on a conversation. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm also very much that like, oh, nobody needs to hear my problems because everybody's got their own problems and I don't need to be dumping my crap on someone. And yeah, I know how that feels. I think that's, yeah, that's kind of standard for a lot of folks, obviously, that (laughs) deal with depression. And it's really hard, virtually impossible to get out of that spiral. So that's definitely where I was for for a couple months, at least. Uh, So we were talking about starting to start up in November. And in November, I got shifted back to a shift where I was interacting with more people again, because we had the second wave of or third wave of COVID or whatever it is at this point. It's all the same wave. It's never stopped. Yeah. (laughs) The wave is just waving. (laughs) 
So yeah, so we couldn't start getting together in November. So it was like, okay, December, let's just buy the equipment we need to <laughs> to do this remote recording thing. Maybe finally we'll have the mental space to do it. Mm-hmm. I think we were both just kind of like, man, I just, I just miss you so much. And we just, we got to do something. <laughs> yeah, very much. Yeah. <laughs> Just having something to look forward to, something to plan, Mm -hmm. because obviously if you're caught in your house or you're at home and not really having a hobby or something to, I I don't know, something to just look forward to, like next week, we're going to get together and record. This is like what we're working on this week. And right. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to have something to break up. Yeah. Because like everything feels so much the same. It's like, we've got March coming up, and I don't feel like March of 2020 ever ended. <laughs> no, it didn't. We are, in a, we are in a Groundhog Day of the worst kind. <laughs> it's just uh, pretty continual. The other thing about my job that changed is I was a little bit more of a managerial, not management, but like a little more supervisory. I had an office. I had a computer. Mm-hmm. And... Now I'm on my feet for eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the things that was so hard for me with like social media and stuff with the podcast was, uh, you know, I just literally am not sitting down. Mm-hmm. And unless I'm taking my break or my lunch, like I'm not <laughs> able to check and interact <laughs> with you know, right. the internets. I am the worst about focusing and like, like everything feels so the same. And so like days just like slip away from me. I'm like, oh crap, it's Sunday already. And like, yeah, <laughs> I haven't done anything the whole past week. Yeah. How about you? Is there anything in 2020 that hit you or anything you want to share? It's, that? So it's, it's weird because like, you know me, I'm very like very much an introvert, very much a stay at home kind of person. Yeah. I don't go out a lot, but it's just knowing that I can't. Yeah. It's just made like <laughs> and like I think we said, it's like I'd like to have some invites to refuse. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw a meme that was like, Man, I didn't go many places, but dang, I'd like to go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very much. Because you and I, I mean, I'm Mm -hmm. still going out to work. Mm -hmm. And I think for the past year, there's only been like a handful of times that I've been further than the 7-Eleven down the road. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, there's a 7-Eleven, like a five minute walk from my apartment. Mm -hmm. I'll go there like once a week, maybe once every two weeks. And just pick up some snacks or whatever. And that's the furthest I've been out of my house more than just like a handful of times mm-hmm. for like a doctor's appointment or something in like a year. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> mm. Yes, it is all a blur. It's really sad. I worry a lot about my mom because like she's in West Virginia and West Virginia is getting hit really hard with COVID. Yeah. Like there are several church members and several community members that have passed away over the course of all this and just like a lot more people that I know who have had it. And it's just like, man. Yeah. I think their numbers were almost as high as Oregon's and Oregon's got like such a bigger population. I mean, we've been very lucky. <sighs> Our governor has been pretty like stringent as well. I think we're the fourth lowest 
infection rate in the United States, mm-hmm. which is still way too high because the United States is just way too high. Mm-hmm. And that's including like, you know, South Dakota doesn't have any. <laughs> Sorry, if you live in South Dakota, you're the only person. Like, I don't know anyone <laughs> in South Dakota. There's literally. So <laughs> there are huge swaths of the United States that just don't have people. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm thinking of Alaska where it's like <laughs> if you're in Alaska and you get one person with it and it just decimates a whole small community because they can't get in or out because everybody has to be yeah. mm-hmm. I mean there's a community in Alaska that literally lives in one building lives in the same building yep <laughs> they live in one bunker building <laughs> the whole town can you imagine what would happen there. (laughs) Yeah, so we've been lucky. I don't personally know anyone that has, at least in our friends group that has really had it or had it badly. So we've been very lucky there. Mm -hmm. And I obviously we haven't gotten sick. But we've also been really conservative about it. Because if we get sick, you know, Mm -hmm. it could be bad. It could be. So Anything else about 2020? I'm trying to think of like good news, but I can't really think of any. Well, yeah, we'll talk about (laughs) some things that got us through 2020. (sighs) I think I put that at the end of our notes. Oh, yeah. Uh, There it is. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess the last thing is, obviously, we are going to try to do these remote recordings. I think we've at least figured out how to get decent audio. Mm-hmm. So that's the most important thing. We put out a little holiday message. And I think if you listen to the stinger, you can kind of hear the difference between what we were trying to do and what we finally figured out. Although you said you couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> and I had another person tell me they couldn't tell the difference. And I was like, I am that freaking picky. And I was like, I will not put out a podcast with this audio. It is so bad. <laughs> and other people are like, I couldn't tell. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Question number two. Which is a secret question. It is a secret question because I don't know if you actually know about this. Okay. I don't think we've actually talked about this fact. Anonymous. <laughs> Anonymous said to Raven Girls, did you guys hear the news about the TRC show? Maggie announced that she had decided to pull the plug on the production. Obviously very disappointed, but I'm sure that she had a really good reason to do so, as she obviously has the best interests at heart. I just wanted to know if you had any thoughts. Love your podcast, and I can't wait for when it comes back whenever it's safe and you're ready to do so. So, had you heard that news? I had not. I had not. Yeah. I'm half sad and I'm half like, (laughs) you know, if you couldn't get it right, then I'd rather have it not happen than be bad. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, obviously, we're not going to know why it didn't happen, Mm -hmm. but it is a bummer. If it's going to be done, obviously, I think we all want it to be done amazingly. Mm-hmm. And it is 
interesting because there are some properties like Netflix has picked up the Lee Bardugo, Shadow and Bone and Six of Crows. Oh, mm -hmm. interesting. That started going into production last year and they were casting like immediately. And the fact that that got picked up and started casting and everything was happening so quickly and TRC was still kind of just sitting there, mm -hmm. kind of had given me an indication that it didn't look like it was going to be happening. Right. But it was kind of a bummer. That is a bummer. It's a bummer. But we all want to see it done right. Mm -hmm. And it is a weird property. <laughs> it is. I was looking forward to like watching it with you, though. Yeah. Well, and that's the one of the things with like getting all of the virtual streaming stuff. It was always like, well, we can always do virtual like Facebook live TRC watches <laughs> while the episodes are going or whatever. But mm -hmm. but yeah, there's some properties like Heartstopper is a YA comic by Alice Osman that mm -hmm. that just got picked up. So there's obviously a, a market for this kind of thing. Yeah. It's interesting that Maggie has not had any of her properties become movies or TV shows. Right. And if she doesn't have to do it and it's not going to be right, then why do it? Right. Oh, man, a movie of the Scorpio races would be really cool. Well, and that was optioned for a movie when it came out, but it just never happened. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I could totally see a movie of the Scorpio races. It is such a gorgeous novel that mm -hmm. visually I can imagine being very stunning. And especially with CGI, how it is, you can make the Kapolushka the way that they should look. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that news, I saw it when she announced it. It was, I think, in May. Mm. I might even have it pulled up. Yeah, so she had announced it May 24th, 2020. Unfortunately, though, the team gave it a good crack. Development stopped this spring. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, well. Oh, well. It's still out there. It still possibly could happen. Yep. Ready for the next question? Okay, go ahead. All right. Anonymous said to Raven Girls, Hello, ladies. I hope you're both staying safe and happy. I recently re-listened to your podcast for the third time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I enjoyed it more than ever. I was curious if you have an idea of when you'll be back. I know it's a difficult time for everyone, so I completely understand the delay. I just miss you. Also, when you do come back, are you planning on doing a special episode on Maggie's new graphic novel, Swamp Thing? Love you. Hug, hug. <laughs> kisses, kisses. Those are kisses. Oh. <laughs> X's are kisses. O's are hugs. Oh. Yeah, because I got that backwards. Oh, well, sorry. Because you hug someone in an O shape. And when you're kissing, your lips make an X. I think. I think that's. Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. I, that's the way <laughs> I always thought it was. But maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I always see XOXO. And I was like, that's hugs and kisses. That's true. So <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it was totally, totally not important. It could mean either. <laughs> either I appreciate it. They probably meant hugs anyway, because, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. To get to the actual question. Yeah, we actually uh, had a, a big plan for Swamp Thing. <laughs> 
we had talked to one of our friends who does a comics podcast, and we were going to have our first special guest come on and talk comics with us. And I am super excited about that. Yeah, because he has actual experience talking about comics, but in a podcast format. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be fun to have him come on and talk about Swamp Thing. I really like Swamp Thing, and I'm, I'm excited to see Maggie's take on it. Yeah, have, have you read it yet? It is out. I have not. It's been out for a while. Oh, I have not. Oh my goodness, I need to read it. I will admit, this is terrible, but I actually got an advanced reader copy. Oh my goodness. In the middle of the summer. I still haven't read it. I have a physical copy and I still haven't read it. Oh man. That's how much my brain shut down. <laughs> I know. I finally got an e-arc and I couldn't even do anything with it because my brain was so fried. But yeah, we will get to it. That is definitely the plan. Hopefully we will be able to have him. Mm -hmm. He is notoriously hard to schedule. So <laughs> yeah, which is why we talked to him about it. I think it was December of 2019. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and told him that it wasn't coming out until October 2020 or whenever it came out. Yeah, October. <laughs> That's how far in advance we talked to him about doing it. He's probably forgotten about it by this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I think I'd still like to do it with him. Oh, absolutely. And I think it would make a much, much better episode if we can get. We haven't said who it is because, it, you know, hopefully a surprise. Mm -hmm. But. You know, he's got one of those podcasts that's got like a bazillion listeners. Oh, so. my God. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be very interesting <laughs> to have him on. I still screenshot whenever we're ahead of them because <laughs> I made the mistake of mentioning <laughs> that uh, that our... I remember like the first time it happened. <laughs> yeah, I made the mistake of mentioning that our... Apple Podcasts category was books. And he was like, Oh, we should probably be in books too. And I was like, What have I done? <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> we should not be in the same category. And, uh, and I remember the first time that we were ahead of them, you texted me. And I was actually playing D&D &D with him at the time. And I was like, Look, look, look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So now I screenshot every time we're above them and it happens <laughs> on a fairly frequent basis in other countries, mm. obviously. But yeah, <sighs> it's like we're number three in Venezuela, damn it. And you're number 50. <laughs> but yet they're consistently like number three in, right. you know, America. So <laughs> But it would be fun to have him on. Yep. For sure. That is the last of the actual questions. Okay. Some positive stuff that came from 2020. I just wanted to do a couple of like nice things that people have said. And we've appreciated all of the messages. We do read them. I still like go back and read reviews that we have or messages that people send us or... Mm -hmm. It got me through a lot 
just knowing that folks were out there and thinking about us and we thought about you guys a lot too. Absolutely. Here's a message from D the Shadows. And they said, I don't know how often you two are checking Tumblr, which is never. I'm getting a little bit better about it, but <laughs> but I hope you both are doing as well as you can in this time. Miss hearing you both go on and on about the Raven cycle and just generally knowing you're doing okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was very sweet. Yeah, we're happy knowing that you all are okay, hopefully, too. Mm-hmm. And from Confused Metal Robot on Tumblr... Happy holidays, smiley face. Your podcast has been a joy to listen to, and I wish you both the best in 2021. Yeah. Thank you. We wish you the best, too. Yeah, we wish you the best, too. Something good. Tell me some good stuff that uh, helped get you through 2020. Um, Let's see. Oh, man. <laughs> or like a recommendation <laughs> or... So, obviously, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. I played a lot of Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh I got a Switch just to do that. (laughs) Well, not just to, but... That was my main reason. That was a, it's a lot of fun. I love building my my little island called Fang. <laughs> I can show you pictures sometime. Yeah. <laughs> I watched a lot of Netflix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a show called The Repair Shop, which is really great. It's a bunch of master craftsmen in England have just a repair shop where people will bring broken family heirlooms in. Mm-hmm. And they have people who specialize in, you know, there's a crock maker, there's furniture people, there's people who work on stuffed animals. Mm-hmm. And in each show is like three different things that people bring in and they restore it. And it's just, it's so calming and like relaxing. And it's just such a pleasant thing to just like watch <laughs> them take something that's broken and just be like, yeah, I'm going to fix this and mm-hmm. just watch them fix it. And then the happiness that that brings to the other person, it's just nice. And then also I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks and reading a lot of ebooks. Mm-hmm. I've been reading so many that like like I can't even like think of which one specifically. <laughs> well, I know that one day we were talking on the phone and you're like, Oh, we just were finishing this book called Gideon the Ninth and I was like, I just finished that yesterday. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty awesome yeah and i think i had already started like i literally had just finished it the day before and i had already started harrow mm-hmm. and you waited a couple of months or you had to because it was we were on hold right yeah we got it through the library and it was like yeah oh my gosh the hold was so long <laughs> it was like three months later we finally got it so I think we both could recommend Harrow the Ninth or Gideon the Ninth. I like yes. Gideon the Ninth quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I like Harrow too, but it's a very different book. It's a very different book. And I like them both. I do like them both. Mm-hmm. You know, it's trying to sell other people on it. I'm like, it's necromantic lesbians in space. <laughs> like, what's not to like? <laughs> People it's are like, pretty awesome. Necromantic <laughs> lesbians in space? Like, I don't know how any of that fits together. And I'm like, you will. <laughs> you will if you read it. <sighs> yeah, I have definitely a lot of audiobooks, a lot, a lot, like literally five or six a week. Mm-hmm. Almost all of the audiobooks, I listen to them at like 1.25 speed or 1.3 speed or like, you know, mm-hmm. I listen to them a little bit faster so I can get through a YA novel in six hours. Mm-hmm. And since I'm on my feet on my shift and I'm not talking to anybody and I'm just physically working, like I literally can listen to an audiobook in a shift. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely kept me going. 
I made a point, at least in the second half of 2020, to focus on Black, Indigenous Mm -hmm. authors of color as much as possible, both in YA and in some adult fiction. Not a ton, just because YA is easy to get through, obviously. Right. So if people are interested, I could put together a list of some of the things that I really liked. Mm -hmm. There were some that I really enjoyed and some, just like any other, you know, (laughs) author. It's like some were great and some were okay. And Right. But I've mostly been focusing on authors of color as much as possible. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. I was doing that for a while, too, just finding some different... Yeah. I know I recommended N.K. Jemison and 100,000 Kingdoms, and I really, really liked it. And I think you would, too. I started it, <laughs> and I think I got mm-hmm. maybe a two or three chapters in and then I DNF. Mm. But like I said, it might just be because at the time mm-hmm. I'm always up to pick it up again. I could definitely check it out. I was just like, oh man, it's a story about a girl who and like, oh, I probably shouldn't say that. Spoilers. <laughs> God of chaos, Navia. God of chaos. You thought I would like it for reasons. Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I also listened to a lot of podcasts again because, like, literally I was going through everything. Mm -hmm. I finally got through Critical Role. Oh, wow. Nice. It took me several tries. I know that I tried to listen to it probably when they were still not done with Campaign 1. So that was like Mm -hmm. three or four years ago. And I think I listened to 10 minutes of the first episode and noped the heck out. (laughs) Because it was just like the first episodes, you know, it's the first episode of anything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I've played with these people. I don't want to listen to this. (laughs) And then I think the second time I tried, I got a couple more episodes into it and didn't really get all that into it. Mm -hmm. But then this time I was like, I need something that has a lot of content. (laughs) Critical Role has hundreds and thousands of hours of content. And Mm -hmm. people tell me it's good. And people tell me that it, you know, that it's worthwhile. And I totally love it. Now, of course, I watch it when it's streaming so that I can Mm -hmm. know what's going to happen because, you know, I'm pretty obsessed, but well, not obsessed. Some people are really obsessed, Mm -hmm. but I enjoy it quite a bit. So Critical Role got me through a lot of the beginning of maybe April, May, June. Right. (laughs) I got through it pretty quickly. And then Old Gods of Appalachia. Yes, I was going to mention that. We have to mention that one on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I had started listening to that in February, I want to say. And I think it was just had like one or two episodes out at the time. Mm -hmm. It's like historical Appalachian horror. Yes. It's like the Raven Cycle meets Call of Cthulhu. Mm -hmm. What I really enjoy about it is, and I'm going to put air quotes around this, but like the magic is real. Right. The folk magic is very much the folk magic that you would see. Mm -hmm. It's little stuff like... A couple of episodes ago, someone used a scented water that smelled like this particular blend of herbs. And I was like, oh, Florida water. This Mm -hmm. is what it's used for. Like, this is how you make it. I have it in my own bathroom. (laughs) And it's just kind of neat. It's like the Raven Cycle with the Holy Stones. It's like, if you know what a Holy Stone is, you know what the meaning is. Mm -hmm. If you know what Florida water is, you know how it's used and why. It just, it feels like home to me. I mean, it is home to me. It's like, yeah, mm, yeah, the folk magic is 
it, it is Appalachian folk magic. Right. Mm, and it's like, those are the traditions. Yeah. Which is, mm-hmm. those aren't my traditions at all, but obviously there's a lot of overlap. So mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of verisimilitude just because obviously it's produced by someone who's there mm-hmm. or people who are there. I really, 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 really like it a lot. <laughs> It's so much fun to like listen to because I really connect with the story and just like his voice. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh yes, it's so nice to hear an Appalachian accent. Yeah. And like, oh my gosh, the intro episode, basically like their version of episode zero, it gave me chills because I was just like, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where it talks about the history and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, oh, like the old bones of. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I love it so much. Yeah. I had a game. I don't like video games. So I ended up doing this home decorating game <laughs> on my phone <laughs> called Redecor. That got me through a lot of it. <laughs> and then obviously, I had my garden to do some decompression. Mm-hmm. I'm very lucky that I had that. I realized I can live off of the weeds in my backyard for quite a while (laughs) because a lot of my weeds are edible. Nice. I also like chopped down a parsley plant that was about six feet tall. And I'm not lying. Oh, wow. (laughs) The stalk was bigger around than my thumb. (laughs) I was like, you you need to calm the fuck down. (laughs) (laughs) You are getting way too big, which... (laughs) Oh, gosh, I was just reading something about parsley being notoriously hard to grow and that it's like a sign of a witch or something of that nature, like only witches can grow parsley. And I'm like, you want to come and just pull parsley out of my house? Because it is everywhere. It is flipping. I can't get rid of it. It it reseeded itself and it's taking over. Just everywhere i mean (laughs) i mean your house your house has the bitchiest feeling i've ever felt though so like they're not wrong wrong. (laughs) yeah what was the time when when (laughs) i said you know my golden life is to have the house on the street that the kids go oh which lives there don't go up to that house and you're like that's your goal in life like that's pretty much your house now. <laughs> You're not a scary witch, though. I hope not. <laughs> I realized, though, like, I was cutting lavender in the front yard one day, and I was, like, literally talking to the bumblebees. <laughs> cutting the lavender. I'm like, all of my neighbors are walking by, seeing the crazy lady talking to bumblebees as she cuts the lavender and saying, no, 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 I'll leave some for you. I just want to take some of it. <laughs> That's me. No, I, I totally get why you would do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I worked on my dollhouse, my haunted mm-hmm. dollhouse. Which is lovely. Yes. The dollhouse itself is not haunted, which when I told my stepdad I had a haunted dollhouse, he thought the dollhouse was haunted. Mm-hmm. No, I'm making it look like a haunted house, <laughs> like a witch's house, basically, is what's happening. It is amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. Yeah. So those were the mm-hmm. things that kind of kept me going. But mm-hmm. uh, Let's see. I mentioned video games. Oh, I played Fantasy Star Online 2 is another video game I played a lot of. It's strange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. It's an MMO and lots of cool, fun outfits and stuff you can get. And like, 
accessories and it's like something I can do with my partner and mm. we play a lot together and it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I forgot to mention crocheting. Okay. <laughs> I I taught myself to crochet over this past year. Oh nice. Yep, I've made a headband and several little stuffed animals, like a pig for my mom because she loves pigs. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. Uh, a little dragon, a little elephant. Uh, I'm working on a little couch for Moon uh-huh. for the cat. I think I knew that. <laughs> I'm going to do a baby blanket. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a baby blanket or a stuffed animal for my nephew who is due in June. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So that's going to be fun. Yay. Mm. Okay. Yay, crocheting. Okay, Maggie Watch. Maggie Watch. (laughs) All right, the release date of the Dreamer Trilogy number two, Mr. Impossible. That is not, we'll talk about the title at some point. (laughs) I like the, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Really, Mr. Impossible? Okay, no, it it will be May 18th, 2021. So hopefully we will be back together in the same space by May 18th, 2021. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Maggie did just post the back of the book blurb for number two. So here's what it says. Something is happening to the source of the dreamer's power. It is blocked, diminished, weak. If it goes away entirely, what will happen to the dreamers and those who depend on them? Ronan Lynch isn't planning to wait and find out. Backed by his mentor, Bride, he is ready to do what needs to be done to save the dreamers and the dreamed, even if it takes him far from his family and the boy he loves. Jordan Hennessy knows she will not survive if the dreaming fails, so she plunges into a dark underworld in order to find an object that may sustain her. Carmen Farouk Lane is afraid of the dreamers, which is why she's agreed to hunt them down. The closer she gets, though, the more complicated her feelings become. Will the dreamers destroy the world, or will the world be destroyed trying to eliminate the dreamers? In the remarkable second book of the Dreamer trilogy, Maggie Stiefvater pushes her characters to their limits and shows what happens when they start to break. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what was that sigh for? That sigh was like, oh, horrible things are going to happen to them. <laughs> of course, it's going to be like Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It's the second book in a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Everything's definitely going to go to shit yep. because you got to have a good third book. You got to hit rock bottom before you can come up. Yep. If anyone is not expecting Mr. Impossible to be really, really, really freaking hard, I'm just going to lay it out for you now. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible shit's going to happen in the second book. We should all just be prepared emotionally for that. Yep. Okay, so (laughs) supporter shout out. Many of our patrons have stuck around on our Patreon page. We just give them all the thanks in the world. So we haven't talked about this for a year. So we'll just call out all current and past patrons. These people deserve our love and thanks. Absolutely. You want to start? I'll start. Okay. Mimi. Andrea. Jamie. Nancy. Chelsea. Lynn. Dee the Shadow. Amanda. Tiffany. Louise. Alina. Bella. Hannah. Rhiannon. Oli. Madeline. Nina. And Wibsy. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. You're supporting us getting up and running again. And 
you know, we're still going to come back. So we thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And then many, many thanks to listeners who have only found us recently, especially those who have posted reviews on iTunes or other podcast platforms. Mm -hmm. And especially those folks outside of the United States. You want to read this review? Sure. Puff528 via Apple Podcasts from Canada. Hilarious and insightful. It's an amazing podcast that really dives into the history of certain aspects or just background information on why things make sense or why they don't. It's very insightful on characters, on the characters' feelings and their imperfectness and how they connect with one another. I love that this discussion is very heartfelt, but I also find myself laughing with them a lot. Again, amazing podcast and I've taken hours out of my days just to watch this podcast. The commentary on this book is the best. Thank you. Thank you. That's so sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. And Ella and Eliza via Apple Podcasts in Australia. Amazing. I love this podcast so, so much. Please give it a listen. Oh, so thank you very much. And I still screenshot every time we get on the iTunes book charts in another country, like I said. <laughs> and so I see you Lebanon and Hong Kong and Slovakia and the Netherlands and Finland and Romania and India and Latvia. And many, many more, but those were the ones over the last couple of months. <laughs> I get excited every single time. She really every does. Every single she does. time. Every <laughs> look into my eyes. Every single time. We have video now. Look at me. Oh, yeah. We're recording video, too, but it may never, ever go up. Hey, we'll see. <laughs> But yes, thank you to everyone inside the United States, outside the United States, across the world. We love you all. Thank you. All right. Outro. Thank you for joining us today. Our next intermezzard will include several item-centric listener questions, as well as a review of the Scorpio Seas Tarot deck. Yeah. Woohoo! I'm excited about doing that. Our recording and release schedule is likely going to be inconsistent over the next few months until we can get a handle on what remote recording and editing will entail. Yep. However, the plan is to continue a Thursday schedule when posting new episodes. Right. It might not be first and third, but we'll try and hit a Thursday in there somewhere. <laughs> I think probably at least once a month. Here's hoping. But I can't promise more than that. Right. As always, your best bet for hearing about episodes will be to subscribe at your podcatcher of choice and to follow us online for announcements. Hopefully we'll do those. Yep, hopefully. You say looking at me because I've been so waxed. I'm sorry. I wasn't. I was looking at my notes. Okay. That's your own guilt. I'm teasing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> please continue to send us your thoughts. We would absolutely love to have your contributions to the podcast included with each of these intermezzoed episodes. So again, we have things broken up by theme. And if you send us something with that particular theme, we might just put it into one of the upcoming episodes. Yep. And to get in touch, you can find us practically everywhere on social media at Raven Girls, R-A-V-I-N-G-I-R-L-S, on Twitter at Raven Girls, on Tumblr at ravengirls.tumblr.com, Facebook at facebook.com slash ravengirls, and reach us directly at ravengirls at gmail.com. 
For complete show notes and other useful information, visit us at ravengirls.com. Yes. And you can reach me at substanceparty.tumblr.com or via Gmail at substanceparty with all of the A's taken out, S-U-B-S-T-N-C-E-P-R-T-Y at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. If we've referenced a post or article during these intermezzodes, we will do our best to include source links to those in the show notes. The Raven Cycle and all affiliated properties are copyright Maggie Seabotter and Scholastic Incorporated. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode, and until next time, whoop whoop raven girls! Close enough. That's it. That's it. We, we did, did it. it! Yay! Give us! <laughs> <laughs>